Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Deep Drive in the Left Field podcast. My name is Jack, otherwise known as Emily Nerds on Instagram, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan, otherwise known as Yankee Stat Talk on YouTube. Today's podcast, we'll be doing our throw at AL East review. We'll be going over their offseason. We'll be giving grades. We're going to be doing a short season outlook. We'll also be doing our top 10 uh, AL East players and a war draft. The war draft criteria is one infielder, one outfielder, one pitcher, and then one utility spot. We'll also be doing our trivia. We're going to be resetting trivia this week. Uh, I won 98-45 last time. 49, excuse me. 98-45, 49 is what I won. The trivia by last time so we'll be resetting the score uh hopefully ryan cannot lose by that much this time uh big thank you to relevant for sponsoring today's podcast relevant the best social networking app out there it allows people to uh, connect over a common interest whether it is a hobby or a occupation a job whatever it is you can find it on relevant make sure to go download the relevant app in the link in our description at deep drive pod on both twitter and instagram or the mlb nerds instagram account or you can just download the relevant app off the app store a big thank you to Relevant for sponsoring today's podcast, and let's get into it. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Getting into the first segment of today's podcast, we're going to be talking about our AL East grades and offseason reviews and a small season projection or season outlook, whatever you want to call it. We'll start with the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles didn't do too much this offseason. They traded Alex Cobb for Jermaine Jones, and they traded Jose Iglesias for like a super low level prospect. I forgot who it was. Um, now what the Orioles are doing, obviously they're in the middle of a rebuild. Uh, they've got a pretty solid farm. I actually think their farm is a bit underrated. They do have one of the top prospects though, with Adley Rushman, who's probably going to come up this year at some point. Not really up next year for sure. Uh, but the Orioles future, I don't really know how to feel about it overall because they have like literally zero MLB talent besides like maybe, besides Trey Mancini, you could say maybe Austin Hayes, but even then there's really not much there. Um, like I said, Orioles in too much this offseason. There's not much to talk about on my end, so I'll hand it off to Ryan. So I, I agree. There's not much to talk about. I just hope that – I mean, I, I hope it from a – if I'm an Orioles fan, you just hope to see some progression. You know, maybe you can sell off a couple assets at the deadline. Uh, Mancini might be an asset. I know the Braves are trying to move uh, – trying to maybe explore moving for him. Um, I hope Mancini can bounce back. He fought back from cancer last season. That's why I didn't play. And it's, I always root for guys like that. So I hope he can come back and have a really good year. And if the Orioles are to, are to move him, I again, hope he can go to a contender and then get some playoff experience. I really am going to root for the guy. Um, I'm just glad that the Orioles are now able to put a good farm together. They were kind of in the, the part of that rebuild where like, you don't have much, ex- you don't have anything exciting coming up the pipeline and you're bad, you're terrible. Now you're selling off everyone. They kind of started too late. The re- These cards kind of started the rebuild a little too late. Um, but it's good to see them. You know, they're going to start. I thought the Alex Cobb trade was a really, really, really good trade on their part. Um, I think overall, you know, they just, they kind of just progressed from last off the last season, which they performed decently. They were a watchable baseball team uh, to this year. They won't be, uh, you know, uh, what was it? 26 and 34 last season, I think they were. So like, you know, that would be like a 77 win, 77 win team this year. I don't think it would be that good. Uh, but I'm just glad for them to see that they have guys that are going to start coming up soon. Um, there's some, there's some, there's a future in Baltimore and it's very, very bright. And I love guys like um, Kramer and Akin. I love both of those guys a lot. I think those two are, guys are going to be really special in the next year or two. Yeah. I, I actually kind of do like Kramer. I forgot about him for a second. Uh, I've heard John Means is apparently a Cy Young candidate, which is fucking crazy to me, but I guess it is what it is. Um, I like I'll Means. To... He's, he's okay. I wouldn't consider him a Cy Young candidate. He'll get dealt as like a reliever to a good team. Maybe. But I think James, he's a starter. He's probably a starter. He's probably going back. He'd probably be like the Yankees five starter, maybe four starter. He'd be our two starter, but I don't trade for him. Uh... Terrible, that's why. Or their rotation's terrible. So. He'd be the Yankees anyway. like seven. All right. Yeah, so, I'd say Garcia and Hermione Thoman, but I don't know. So that's up the dome. Anyways, go ahead, James. Traded Alex Cobb, Iglesias to the Angels. Like, I mean, they had a, they didn't do anything significant. Uh, they're probably not going to be great next year. They have a little bit of major league talent that they might be able to sell. 
it's not really anything special going on there. Uh, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, this team's they're not supposed to be able to compete right now. And I don't think they'd want to because the AL East has four really good teams. So there's no reason to, you know, go out there and try to put a competitive team on the field when there's no chance they're going to even make the playoffs or even come close. So I, I guess you might as well tank and just wait for your guys to come up. I like Austin Hayes a lot. I hope Trey Mancini comes back well. Uh, John Means is good. Their pitching is getting better. Grayson Rodriguez will come up in like a year or two, and he's unbelievable. Adley, of course, they'll probably just service time him. Uh, I think overall they're doing, I guess, what they need to. They're signing guys to sell some tickets, but that's about it right now. All right. Uh, when you grades now, I give the Orioles a C. I'm giving them a B solely because of the Cobb trade. I'll give them a C. I'll give them a B. All right. We'll move on to the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox didn't do too much this offseason. They made a couple minor moves, major-ish moves, getting Kike Hernandez. Um, what else did they do? They had Garrett Richards, uh, Adam Adovino. Marlon Gonzalez. These are all a bunch of small moves that they really, they kind of made. They were nothing super substantial. I really thought they were going to go out and get a bigger piece, but they didn't end up doing that. Uh, Boston, good team. Very limited pitching. They have like next to nothing. I actually kind of do like Tanner Hoke, Hook, Hook. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say his name. I think he's going to be Hawk. Tanner Hawk. Pretty solid. I think he's really good. Um, Jared Richards, I don't really know how I feel about giving him $10 million, but it is one year, so it is what it is. Uh, E-Rod's going to be pretty solid. Hopefully he comes back from his uh, COVID, did a heart condition from COVID. Sales coming back mid-year. Obviously, you know how I feel about him. Very good. Uh, bullpen, there's like two guys in there that I would kind of off the head, top of my head. Adovino, who's not great or anything like that. And Barnes, who I'd say is better than Adovino, but it's not by too much, I don't think. Um, they're Obviously, where they're going to get their wins is their lineup. And I could easily see them being a second-place team, really. I think they could be anywhere from that second to four range. Um, nothing too special from the Red Sox this offseason, but look for them to do something. I maybe at the deadline if they're in can, some kind of contention because the Red Sox obviously they don't want to they, they want to win because I, I they, their roster is not in the position to rebuild or retool or whatever. They have a pretty solid core. So, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Red Sox offseason? Well, I like the Benintendi trade. Uh, you know, I've off uh, I, during in the middle of the. In the middle of the podcast, when we were talking about the AL Central, you guys convinced me that, you know, Ben Attendi, you know, for the Royals isn't that bad. But I still do like the return of Franchi Cordero. I think he's a nice project player. And I think the Red Sox made the right move moving off Ben Attendi, even though he's a lot of sentimental value to the team. And, you know, obviously as a Yankees fan, it sucked to see him play my Yankees because uh, he was really good. I went to one game where he played some, where the where Severino was pitching at two home runs at Yankee Stadium. It was the last baseball game I went to for the Yankees. Um, but anyways, back on topic. I think they got a lot of players they can sell at the deadline keep themselves competitive. I, I think they'll be a better team than a lot of people are getting them credit for. Like a lot of uh, people, you know, are like, oh, oh yeah, they're going to be a last place, fifth place team again. No, nah, they're prop. I think they can maybe make a push at, at third or second, maybe, but I, I don't know if I'll, I, I'd say it's a lesser chance of them getting third or second than fourth, but they're going to be competitive. They have a really good lineup. If sale comes back and he's healthy, they can be, they can make a, uh, a little bit of a run late in the season and maybe sneak into the playoffs somehow. That's a, maybe a small possibility. Uh, but I, I like what they're doing. I really like Heim Bloom. I, I think he's a great GM. I think the organization's taking le- uh, leaps forward, and I think that they'll be ready to compete. In about two years, they'll be back in, uh, you know, AL East winning contention and trying to win a World Series. All right, James, what are your thoughts on the Red Sox offseason? I like the Richard signing. I like the Hernandez signing. I think they made some pretty decent moves. Um, you know, they're not – World Series contenders, but they'll probably they'll definitely be in the wild card race. Uh, overall, pretty solid off season. Nothing really too special, but they they got the job done. And Jackson. Well, you already know I love it. Every every bit of Red Sox off season, mostly just because they got guys like Marwin Gonzalez, Kike Hernandez, who can play anywhere. Uh, I think you know you're basically getting. A bunch. You didn't really have to do all that much because you're getting Chris Sale back, Eduardo Rodriguez back. Uh, so that's two star pitch, uh, one superstar and a star pitcher. Pretty much just essentially like a free agency signing because they didn't pitch at all last year. Sales only gonna pitch up the year, but then you had Garrett Richards, 
And so that rotation is starting to look a lot better. You bulk up the bullpen. I mean, you bring Martin Perez back, and now you got him and Saavedra and Hawk, and they can kind of swing it around and, and give you some extra innings with the pen. So I like the pitching. I think the offense is going to improve. I think Verdugo is going to have a good year. J.D. Martinez can't get much worse than last year. Uh, I think Bobby Dahlbeck has shined in spring, and I, I, I like him a lot. He's pretty much just a bridge till Tristan Cassius, but I think he's going to play well. So I think the moves they made – are going to put them in contention. I do think they're better than the Rays just because the Rays had a pretty bad offseason as we'll get to, but uh, I think the Red Sox put themselves in wildcard contention while still rebuilding. All right, grades. I gave the Red Sox a C plus. I'll give them a B plus. This reminds me of the 2017 Yankees where no one thinks they're going to be that good, but they might actually make a run at something. It's B plus. I'll give them a, a B plus too. All right, um, moving on to the Tampa Rays. I actually kind of like the Rays offseason in terms of the value they got back for the players they traded. Um, I don't like that they put themselves out of, I, I kind of would say, contention. They're really not, I, I really don't see them as division contenders at this point. I don't really consider them World Series contenders at this point either. Um, obviously, they lost Snell, traded Snell to San Diego. I really like Patino. Blake Hunt's pretty solid. I really like the turn they got there. Uh, also, Snell doesn't pitch many innings, so... It does kind of matter. They lost Morton, obviously. I uh, didn't want to give him $15 million. So that is what it is on the race part. Um, you know the race on spend money. They got a couple of minor guys, Rich Hill, Michael Waka, Chris Archer's back. Um, I know everybody loves the Rays because they're such an analytical organization. I, I really do appreciate that. But I really don't think Michael Waka is going to be great or anything like that. I don't really know if Chris Archer is going to go back to prime form like everybody else seems to think he will. I like the Rich Hill signing. He doesn't throw many innings, though, so it's kind of a problem. Uh, I think Josh Fleming is also pretty solid. Uh, I think he's kind of underrated. Uh, they got a bunch of prospects, obviously. I don't know my, how many of them are actually running and make an impact this year. Shane McClanahan, Tino, like I said, probably will. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of the raise, you know, I think they put themselves in a worse position in terms of the division race, but they had a solid offseason. So, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree with you that I think they got good value for the for the uh, trade for Snell. I think Patino's going to be a stud, and I think they're going to be able to develop him well. Uh, but here's my issue. The issue is just, like, it feels like a weird time to, like, get worse considering you just won the pennant. And while, yes, they had some guys who performed above where they were probably going to perform in guys like a Rosarena, I can also make the argument that that team was still, like, if they had just kept it together, and I've said this on the podcast before, I still think they would have been the AL favorites. It would have been hard to argue against it. Um, and it just feels like, again, you know, they made us some moves based on, you know, they wanted to save some, they, the owners wanted to save some money. You know, they were in, they were in prime position to continue to contend and they just, they, the, you know, money limitations, COVID-19 took a lot of the uh, revenue from the Raves and their owner is notoriously cheap. Um, so, I mean, I like the uh, Archer signing, but uh, I'm pretty sure Sergi's coming back from the, the track record on it isn't very good. Um so that could be a risk. I see him like a tie-on, basically, where, you know, both of those guys are risky guys, and I think both have upside, but he's not as young as tie I'm pretty sure he's 32, 33 at this point, uh, and tie like 29. So there's a difference there. That's, that's the difference there. I, I think Waka, I'm a little more high on Waka than you are because I, I think he can be okay. Uh, but it's just the lack of innings they're going to have in that rotation. They don't have a bona fide, like, number one who can give you 200 innings. Uh, Glassnell's not that. Glassnell is very, very scary with his injury issues and his just his inconsistency. So I, I gotta, I gotta wait. I gotta, I gotta see it to believe it with this race team. I guess is that's what I'm gonna try to say. James, I don't like it. You lose Martin. You lose Snell. You're getting worse in the middle of the contending window. I know that they're cheap and they got, you know, some pieces back. So you can't really blame the front office for that, but you definitely can blame ownership. Um, like as far as their lineup goes, it's pretty much the same as last year. Uh, pitching, they got some guys back. I think uh, Archer's good. Hill's good. Other than that, you know, nothing, no crazy moves for the Rays other than trading Snell, but they're still going to be solid and they definitely set themselves up to be in contention within the next like two or three years once their guys come up. But the problem is, as soon as their guys come up, they're just going to trade the other ones. So, like, they'll trade Wander Franco in three years, and then they'll do it again. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, the Rays are never going to win a World Series the way that they're 
uh, running their team right now. And Jackson. Yeah, I hated it. I mean, you replaced Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, and Sharina Sussert with Michael Walker, Colin McHugh, Chris Archer, and Rich Hill. Uh, that is such a steep drop-off uh, from what they had. It, it's insane. I mean, they're, they're starting pitching. They're going to have to cobble together some new amazing strategies. Not that they can't. And I, I think they're you know, a brilliant organization, so they can work around this. But they are severely lacking in talent in which they had last year. Like, yeah, we like to commend them as an analytical organization, but they had a lot of talent last year. They had a lot of great guys because they know what they're doing. But this year, they're just... I mean, are they really going to rely on like Joey Wendell and Brandon Lau and Willie Adames to have big years? Franco is, is not going to be great till next year anyway. So I don't, I don't love what they did. I think it puts them out of playoff or post or division contention and probably out of playoff contention. Maybe they sneak in, but with teams like the, the Blue Jays and the White Sox and the Red Sox and the A's and the Angels all fighting for that last two spots. I mean, it's going to be tough. I just don't see a world where, they really realistically make it in with that, that pitching staff. All right. I gave the Rays a B plus. I gave the Rays a C. It was okay. James? Oh, it's not good. You, you can't get worse and get an above average grade for me. So I'll give them, especially not a continuing okay. I'll give them a C minus. I'll give them a C minus too. All right, moving on to the Toronto Blue Jays. Spectacular offseason from the Blue Jays. A couple, uh, not about spectacular necessarily. Thought it was really good. They obviously got the best player that was available, George Springer. That was a very solid contract. The Simeon contract was a bit interesting because he's going to be playing second base and they're moving Biggio, who's a lot worse at third base than second base to third. And it was $18 million. It was just one year, but I don't really know if it's going to be worth that. Uh, so I, I definitely think a guy like Colton Long would have made more sense for them. But it's not the end of the world. They got Kirby Yates. They re-signed Robbie Ray, and that was kind of it. Solid offseason. Their rotation is going to be very not great next year, which is kind of a problem. It's actually a big problem. Uh, besides Rio, Robbie Ray is number two starter, which is a big problem. Nate Pearson is their number three, who is potentially be very, very good, but he's very unproven at the moment, and he wasn't very great last year. So uh, solid from the Blue Jays. It's kind of it. It's kind of all I got. Ryan, what do you got? So, like, I, I agree. Yeah, they got, like, the, I think they got significantly better uh, just by getting George Springer and, you know, you, you bring back Ray. I mean, I think Ray's an average starter, which oh, that's uh, an average starter as long as he can pitch innings is valuable to any team. Uh, well, I guess if you're like the Dodgers or the Padres, but, like, we're not talking about the Dodgers or the Padres. You're talking about a team who was very uh, deprived of pitching. Um, I, I didn't like, I, I guess the match trade, I mean, it got them more starting pitching, I guess they did everything they could really to try to land a starter. It just felt like they just couldn't get one to stay or, or to go, uh, to Toronto. Like, I don't think it was them not trying. I think it was more of a fact of like the Mets, like the Mets wanted to get Bauer. The Mets wanted to get Springer. They really wanted to get Bauer. They just didn't like, they just didn't, the, the player just didn't want to sign with them or they didn't want to sign with them enough. Uh, so I think the Blue Jays tried to get better pitching-wise. They did everything they could. Uh, it just came short. Offensively, they're going to be great. I think Vlad has – hopefully he can make the adjustments offensively, uh, hit more line drives and fl- uh, a, couple, a few more fl- fly balls, less ground balls everywhere. Uh, and I think his offense will get a lot better. He lost weight this offseason, which is good to see because I, I, I really think Vlad's a special player. I love Biggio. I think Bichette's really fun to watch. Um, and I think he could be a pretty solid, I think he's a pretty solid shortstop. Uh, Simeon signing um, doesn't make too much sense if because he, he's a second, because you're going to move to second and you really could have gotten a guy like Colton Wong. But I'm not going to nitpick here because I think he can be solid. Uh, overall, they're going to be a good team. They just, they're just, they just need more pitching. And maybe if they address that at the deadline, but they're, they need more pitching. That's just, there's no doubt about it. They need more pitching. James? I think the Blue Jays had a great offseason. Uh, they definitely solidified themselves as the second best team in the division, even without, you know, crazy good pitching. Uh, I'm higher on Reed than you guys are. Um, Pearson's hurt. He's always hurt. He throws hard. He has a really high ceiling. Robbie Ray needs to figure it out, but he he has potential there. Um, but as far as our offense goes, they're going to score a ton. You know, you've got, you got Springer, who is the best uh, – best free agent available and they got him on a great deal like he's making what 25 million dollars a year um 
Simeon's a little interesting. I think they probably should have traded for Bryant if the Cubs were trying to trade him, but um, or Wong would have worked. But as far as the Blue Jays go, uh, I already I said this to you guys. I don't know if I said it out loud, but the Blue Jays are my second team this year. They are my I'm an honorary Blue Jays fan this year. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I definitely think they improved a lot this offseason. And even then, they made the playoffs last year. Of course, it was uh, expanded, but I think they can legitimately uh, make a run this year, especially with what, the, with what the Rays did, how much worse they are. And Jackson. Well, for me, uh, I think a defining good offseason is if you weren't a playoff team and you're projected to be one. And I think the Blue Jays, I guess they were in the playoffs, the eighth seed, they got swept. I'm, I'm going to not really call that the playoffs, but I think they now are kind of solidifying themselves as that, you know, first wild card, second wild card team with Chicago. Uh, my model, at least, I know we'll, we'll get into this in a future episode, but I have them as a 23% chance to win the division. And I don't have, you know, percent chance to make the playoffs yet, but I think if you, you went from like five to 10 last year, I would guess to like over 20%. I think that's great. I think they're projected to do great things. I think George Springer's a great signing for a pretty meh outfield. Yes, your starting pitching needs a lot of work. You can't rely on those guys to pitch that many innings. I don't know how much I trust their their pipeline there to produce guys in the coming years. So I'm excited for them to see what they'll do, but they'll definitely need to get guys to the deadline if they'll want to actually compete this year. Otherwise, they'll kind of be in that limbo you know, first, second wild card, eliminating the wild card round at the DS or not even make the playoffs. All right, I gave the Blue Jays an A- minus for my grade. And the A is what I'll give them. I also have them as a solid A. I'll give them an A-. Moving out of the final team in this division, the Yankees. The Yankees are clearly the best team in this division, clearly the second best team in the AL. Um... They did a lot of things. To stop. Wait, 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 wait. The second, second best, best team in the AL. Oh, we have above them. The best Jack the is a White Sox fan. Let's go. Jack's a White Sox fan. Let's go. I, I could, I could see an argument for the Astros, but not the White Sox. I meant the best. You know what I'm saying. All right. Best team in the AL, clearly. Uh, anyways, continuing on. Uh, did a lot this offseason. They got DJ LeMahieu back on a very, very nice contract. It's a bit long, but it's only $15 million a year, so it's not the end of the world. Uh, they signed uh, Corey Kluber to a one-year deal, which could end up being really, really good, or it could be really, really not great because, you know, injuries, what have you. But if he's going to pitch and he's healthy, I think he'll be very, very good. They traded for Jamison Tyone. They didn't give up too much. Yahuri actually could be pretty solid. The rest, it's kind of eh. Um, but I did look at Tyone trade also, very similar to Kluber. Kind of high risk, medium-ish to high risk, high-ish risk, high reward for Tyon. They also brought back guys like Brett Gardner. They also brought in Jay Bruce, Derek Dietrich uh, on minor league deals. It's likely that Bruce only makes the roster at this point, but Dietrich will still remain in the system until May 1st until he's able to be released or he's able to request his release or get his release, whatever. They traded Adam Ottavino in the Red Sox uh, to get off his contract to sign both Justin Wilson and Darren O'Day. Uh that was also a pretty solid move. Arvino's okay, but I'd say O'Day's pretty similar, if not better. And they also got Wilson, and they still freed up a bit more money uh, if they need to make some happen at the deadline. They traded also Frank German. German I'm sorry, can't exactly pronounce that. Um, with Arvino, got the contract. He's okay. I uh, kind of like that for both sides. Uh, big thing for the Yankees this year, they're getting back Severino at the deadline, apparently. So that'll be huge to see if he can perform the way he should, the way he has been. Uh, they've got a couple of prospects, Clark Schmidt, who got injured a bit, and Debbie Garcia, who's projected to be either the fifth starter in the bullpen. Also got Domingo Herman coming back off the They got a lot of things going on. They did a lot this offseason. I thought it was very, very good overall. I think they put themselves in a position to have a very high risk. It's not, not necessarily a high risk, but the Yankees' success will be pretty much determined by their rotation success, and their rotation success is pretty much determined by – you know, Kluber and Tyon. So, and obviously, have Garrett Cole, best pitcher, in, second best pitcher in baseball. Best if you don't count Chris Sale. Uh, so, that's you. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Yankees offseason? I know you're a Yankee fan, so. Yeah, no, I mean, I, uh, like, 
if I was going to sit here and be biased, I would just sit here and go cheer about the Tyone trade because I went absolutely ballistic when they traded for him. He's my guy. I love Tyone. Um, but if we're speaking, like, if we're going to talk about the good, so the good moves they made, I think, were Tyone. I think Sign Kluber made good sense. Only thing with Tyone deal is the Tyone deal is that I think Yehure is really talented. And I would be, and I'm worried that if Tyone doesn't work out, the Pirates might have just gotten away with robbery there because they got a pretty decent load of young guys. Um, and then the DJ contract I liked. I like the Kluber contract. I like moving uh, out of, you know, getting those bullpen pieces. The one bad move I can really point out, and I don't, you didn't even bring this up. Britain getting $13 million on the club option might be one of the stupidest moves that you could have made. I considering that, that was really, really bad. Considering how much money they were trying to save, giving a reliever $13 million on a club option. Why didn't, I don't understand why they didn't even, like, I like Britain. And I think he's, I, I think his ability to get ground balls is really valuable to the team. And yeah like i really think the yankees should have just gone okay we'll give you that money but we'll give it to you over like two years or something like that i think a a reliever 13 million dollars towards your cap hit for a season in which you're trying to save money makes no sense and so that's like the only move that just has me so confused and so just like what are we doing here um also i think real quick i think the reason they did that is that they didn't know the reliever market was gonna be super shot this year and though 13 million for a reliever is never really good, but the reliever market was not really set. Uh, I mean, but even then, you can you can definitely rework that contract. That's not like objectively speaking, a bad amount of money to give Britain. Yeah, because he's not a top. He's not even he's not even like a Hendrix or a, or like Chapman when he signed, or like even Hater when he gets a contract. Like he's none of those guys. He's really good, but he's not that those guys. He's not like an elite reliever. Uh, but uh, that, I got sidetracked there. Uh, another thing that's going to matter for them is Sanchez has to be able to frame this year. That's going to matter. If he's if he's a bad defender and isn't like the best hitting catcher in baseball or the second best hitting catcher in baseball, or maybe, or I'll say even the third best, he's going to be pretty detrimental to the team. Uh, I love Sanchez offensively, but he's got to be able to frame at this point. Like the Yankees catching defense has been not good late. Uh, and with a rotation that's that has a bunch of young guys and you're hoping on guys being able to resurge or get better. The ability of your catcher to steal strikes and help you out there is going to matter a lot. So Higashioka might have to be able to be ready to play a lot of games. Um, so the Yankees have to pray that Sanchez can come back. He looks good in spring training, but uh, he's got to, you know, he's got to, he's got to work on the framing a little bit. And then everyone's just got to stay healthy. It's just about health at this point. Judge, you got to stay healthy. Stanton, you got to play more than like 10 games a season. I love these guys. They're my boys. I love them. I love my Yankees. Uh, but it's got it's it's put up or shut up. You lose the AL at this point, and everyone's gonna laugh at you. And you know, Judge is gonna be a free agent soon. Town's gonna be a free agent soon. Green, Sabrino, uh, Kluber's gonna, gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. Sanchez will be a free agent soon. Uh, you know, Voigt is thirty already. Urshel will be thirty next year. Hicks will be thirty-two the year after. You know, these guys aren't getting any younger. Judge is gonna be thirty next year. You know, so it's put up or shut up for the Yankees. Win the AL, or you know, everyone's gonna laugh at you, and you're gonna be a failure. James, what are your thoughts on the Yankees offseason? Um, I like what they did. I like their re- uh, they replaced kind of their entire rotation. Uh, Tanaka's gone. Paxton's gone. Replaced them with, I would say, guys who, I mean, especially in Tanaka's case, they're not as safe, but uh, they have a higher ceiling. Like, Tyon has a higher ceiling than Tanaka, and uh, Kluber has a much higher ceiling than Paxton. But uh, they also have lower floors for sure. I think the issue with the Yankees is they they're not guaranteed to be great because if they're if those pitchers just don't show up, then it's gonna then they're gonna have some things to figure out, which is fine. Uh, every team is gonna deal with that, but you know the thing about the Yankees last couple of years is they've been getting a bunch of injuries, but they've had guys step up and replace them, guys like Rochelle and stuff and other players. Uh, especially on the 2019 Yankees just kind of, kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I love the DJ signing originally wait, wait, NFL news. Curtis Samuel signed with the Redskins. The oh, fuck fuck football team. Curtis Samuel signed with the football team. Just saying that. Who cares? No one I don't ca- care. No, he, but he no cares because he wants, he cares because he wants Galladay. Cares. I guarantee you. No one cares. Congratulations. You're going to get gold and go like six and 10. No one cares, bro. Literally okay. no one cares. You're a All six right. and 10 and football so, team, bro. And so, and so with the Yankees, you got, um, you added to your rotation. You made it better. Your lineup's the same. It's, isn't it exactly the same as last year? Um, you know, yeah, pretty much the same, except they got a couple other depth pieces. Yeah, but it's, it's a good lineup. It's just one of the best lineups in the league. 
Yeah, they were really good in the playoffs. I, th- I think it's I think people need to pump their brakes a little bit on calling the rotation like a top five, top six, top seven, top whatever rotation. You know, you have you have an you have a certified ace in Garrett Cole, but outside of that, like everyone else is a question mark. Uh, Montgomery's good. I mean, it's 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 the best team in the American League on paper. Definitely the best team in the American League. Do I think they'll win the American League? You know, but we'll see. And Jackson, try not to be biased here, but anyways, go ahead. He's not biased. I'm kidding. Well, he, he is with the Red Sox, but yeah. it's all um, the I'm kidding. Well, go ahead. I, yeah, this is the year for the Yankees. I think they did get better. They they improved their pitching core. The offense stayed the same, but it, or mainly. Uh, but you didn't really need it to get better. I mean, that's a terrific offense. But I think by far the Yankees are the best team in the AL. And I, I think their offseason off was good, not great. I do think they solidified themselves as the best team in the AL. Certainly not the best team in baseball, though. Uh, but, I mean, if they don't win the AL this year, something's got to change. I don't know if that's, you know, uh, a overhaul, but still staying competitive like they always do, or a management change or player development change or something. But if you lose in the postseason again, because you're making the postseason, something's got to change. Because uh, it's... It, it feels yeah once once right they now. lose the ALCS to the Astros again once they yeah they lose the ALCS to the Twins or the Astros or the White if God forbid the White Sox uh, I'm gonna some, cry something's got to change I'm kind of rooting for that now no, I, if they I, just think, I think the ALCS, Ash, I think the Astros is the most likely I wouldn't even be that surprised if the Blue Jays beat them in the ALDS but I I literally like I would. Come, I would literally like you, you would not be able to find me. I'd just cry myself to sleep if the Yankees lost before the World Series again. What, what if the White Sox beat it. them in three games in the ALDS? Bro, Jack would have to de- I'm kind of making it up because I've been a little more of a White Sox defender on here, but <laughs> Jack, Jack, you have to deactivate. You'd literally never be able to go back on social media for the rest I would of your life. You have to like have an apology and like a. No, I would. De- I, I thought you. I would deactivate. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to have a. Uh, I'm a man <laughs> of faith. Please <laughs> don't. Play to the White season. Sox fan base, bro. If the Yankees win the World Series, though, like I'm gonna be sobbing uncontrollably. Like whatever happens, I'm gonna be sobbing uncontrollably. They're not winning care. the World Series. I know they're not. The Dodgers are. The Dodgers it doesn't matter. Are. You don't have to be pessimistic. Anyways, grades. I give the Yankees an A. I'll give them a B plus because of the Britain thing. I'll also give them a B plus, not because of the Britain thing. I will give them a B because I'm biased. I think you guys are being a bit too low. I'm being honest. A's are for teams. How much better have five teams with A's? I only gave. I had the Yankees as the second best offseason. Oh, I think the Mets had a better offseason. I think the Blue Jays had a better offseason. Dodgers and Padres had better. I think the Dodgers and Padres had better offseasons. Jack, it's not based on. Jack, it's not saying the Yankees didn't have a good offseason. It's just saying these teams increased. Like the Mets went from a fifth place team to like the best team in the best team in the. That's a massive gap in. That's for the best. Team that NL going, NL East, excuse me, going into the to the year. Right. Black. No, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know if you if you see this on like PFF, but they do this thing where they have like the uh the, the chart of how much war you at the team has added. Right. Uh, if you like looked at it, if you thought of it like that, the Yankees would not be top two in like projected war added or like total war added. It would probably be there would be multiple teams added. Um, that's not really what I'm necessarily going on. I don't think that's the point he's making. All right. Anyways, uh, that does it for. Oh, never mind. We need a new grade. Everybody did the grades. Never mind. Excuse me. Does it for the grades and recap. So we're going into our top ten lists. Uh, I'll warn everybody here. These are kind of weird lists. They're all probably going to be pretty different. So that, that's kind of the preface I have. This this division, just just to preface this, was impossible to rank because there's not actually like for a division this stacked. There's not that many like elite players. They're just kind of very good, well-rounded teams. Yeah, and and so this list was really hard to make. I think the NL West is that le- that division where it's like everyone's got superstars. Even the Rockies. No, the NL superstars. East too. No, the yeah, the NL East. Well, the, I, I I meant the NL West. That like they have like what they have they have two top five players in Bellinger and Betts. Or, well, Bellinger's arguably a top five player. They have Betts. They have all these guys. Anyways, let's get into the list before because I don't know why I went on that tangent. Okay, starting at number ten, we're gonna do this as we usually do it. I go ten. Ryan goes ten. James goes ten. Jackson goes 10. I don't know why it was so hard for me to say. Number 10, I have Kevin Biggio of the Toronto. I have Glaber Torres here. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. I'm typing names I wasn't even expecting. And number 10, I have Gio Rochella. And I have Glaber Torres. 
Our number nine, I have Raphael Devers. Whoa. I have Brandon Lau. Uh, I have J.D. Martinez. I have J.D. Martinez. All right, at number eight, I have Gio Urshela. I have J.D. Martinez, the guy who killed Jay Happ. I have Brandon Lau. I have Rafael Devers. Whoa. Brandon, I have Carlos Stanton. Okay, Jesus. I have Christopher Christ. Sale. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Jack. That's so bad. Just, just go. I, I have Hyunjin Ryu. I also have Hyunjin Ryu. At number six, I have JD Martinez. I have uh, Rafi Devers. Whoa. <laughs> okay. At number right. six, I have Marcus Simeon. <laughs> Marcus Simeon. Oh, am I like <laughs> way? Am I like way too high on him? Yes. I have DJ Lemayhew. It's a good hitter, good defender. All right, at five. You have Lemayhew at six. I have I have Lemayhew at five. I also have Lemayhew at five. Okay, I guess that makes sense because I also have Lemayhew at five. I have Xander Bogarts at five. All right, at four I have Xander Bogarts. Bo Bogarts, excuse me. Why are you so low on Bogarts, Jackson? I got I Bogey, know. baby. Uh, I do as well. Five. I have Springer four. All right, at three I have George Springer. Then he has sales super high, I think. I got Springer. I also have Springer. And I have Chris Sale, number three. Okay. All right, at two, I have Garrett Cole. I have the Judge, baby. Uh, I have Aaron Judge. I got Glassbones Judge. All right, at one, I had Aaron Judge. At number one, I got the King of New York, Garrett Cole, baby. Best at, pitcher in New York. And number two, and number one, I have the second best pitcher in New York, Garrett Cole. I have, Jake, I have, I have Jake, to agree with James right there because I got Garrett Cole on. Are right, you all? Have, you all have Garrett Cole, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have been a little high on Simeon. You're way too high on Simeon. I like burst okay. out loud. I, okay, so I was. I, I'm. I'm looking here. I. I. Okay. Admittedly, didn't do that much research here, but we've got. Um, I, I know I know it's because of the A's, but DRS and UZR love him. OAA doesn't hate him as much as they used to. Uh, and he's moving to a easier position. Which is going to lower his war. Yeah, I know. Drastic. But he's still but, – but for second baseman, he's like one of the best bats at the position. Well, that's the thing. You see, if you use WRC+, Plus, you're going to end up with that conclusion because of the fact that WRC+, Plus really likes Oakland. And also, WRC+, Plus, I really didn't know this until like recently uh, because my boy Hayward Troy uh, – Troll – Love that guy. Uh, he pointed to out th this. He pointed this out to me. Weighted runs created plus. You still have your home park factor on the road, so he can go play in like a hitter friendly park like Houston and get the Oakland uh, park factor, which would which is just what's that background sound? Power. What background sound? Maybe my computer. Oh, it's like a siren. I think it's like a cops. Okay. No, it's somebody talking. Oh, nope. is that me? Hi. No, we're good. Go ahead. Keep on. Oh, okay. What I was saying was basically like, it's like, like his WRC plus just feels inflated because of that. Like he can play in Houston and get the Oakland park factor. That's just not fair. Like, I don't care how you put that. Yes, that's, so yes. unfair. that's so not fair. His DRC but, plus does, does like him though. Okay. DRC plus likes him. Yes, but it does that to everyone. And the park factors aren't going to be as strong because it's considering that you only play half your games there. No, 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 no. It considers you play every single game at Oakland. That's what the park. That's how the park. Right, right. But it's saying for the average hitter at each ballpark, right? So it's not every hit you get at a different ballpark. They use that park factor. They just say for the at least this is the way I thought it was with the full season. They use the park factor at the like they do it at you know by and large with the full season, right? And so the park factors end up being smaller than they actually are because you only play half your games there. I guess, but even then, like, like smaller than they are on a game to game basis because you play half your games there, if that makes sense. I guess, but Lau is a better second baseman than he is. He's undoubtedly the better hitter between the two. Like undoubtedly the better hitter. Yeah. And Simeon's probably a better defender. Like probably, see the, we don't know. That's, that's the issue with him is because, because the A's just abuse UCR and DRS because of their positioning, I think. I think that's why, but everyone on the ace has good uh, DRS and UZR numbers pretty much no matter what. 
Lau's not bad defensively. He's like not great, but he's not bad at second base defensively. What is he? Yeah, no, he's a is, career four point three UZR five DRS. He's plus defender at second and, base. And, and, negative, and negative seven OA. I don't know. Well, and, and, he, and Simeon's gonna have a pretty bad OA because he's always got a bad OA. Yeah, but he's also that's also, also at shortstop, and you don't need as much range, and he doesn't have much range. But well, I mean, hold on. He, al- he also has he also has twice as he also has way more than twice as many plate appearances, which. I like yeah, and but, you don't, but look, that's one is because, well, I know he got injured in 2019 and I'm pretty, did he come up? I have to, I cannot say that I'm he right came, on this. He came up late in 18. Okay. So he also, yeah. Okay. So he wasn't like, it wasn't really his fault that he didn't play that many games and he played nearly every game last year. So he's not injury prone. Like he's not injury prone. That's not the issue here. Also you put him six. So who'd you have below him again? I just want to hear this. Who? You had Simeon six. Yeah, I'd probably have him high. Uh, yeah. Bichette is well, better than him. Bichette's a better baseball player than he is. Bichette's a plus is a is well, no, plus? because I don't know like, I mean, I don't know. If we were making shortstop lists before he signed, he would have been way above Bichette. Would he? Would he be way yes. above? Would he be he, way above? He, he'd be like five or six places above him. Five or six is a little high. I they they're you in the same tier. Where, where do you have Bichette? I have them in like the ten to like fifteen range. Because I think Simeon would have been like the ninth best shortstop in the league before, uh, before he signed as a second baseman. Isn't Bichette also like an insane base runner? I'm checking right now because I, I nearly put him Maybe. on this list. I, yeah, I no, I he's cons- not a good base runner. Okay, I can I considered him, but I think even guys like. You know, Stanton, you guys are really high on Devers. He had a really good year defensively in 2019. But other than That's that, not why. You can just rake. He can rake. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably high on him. On I just, Simeon. Jack, you can't put Stanton up there in my – You put him? did you put him above JD? I literally just – no, I didn't fucking put him over JD. No, he, oh, he has him on – he has him back-to-back spots. He has Stanton at seven and JD at six. So you have Stanton above who? Rochelle Devers. Well, doesn't the fact that he's a DH kind of matter here? Where like he can only hit. Well, he, really? First of all, he's a DH, and second of all, he plays fifteen games a year. Yeah, he's got to play more. Like really, no point out of I'll just like we always have the same thing with the injuries and the volume. Uh, I, I think Stan. I mean, when he's healthy, he's a really good fielder. Not really good. He's but he's not going to play. That yeah, but he, it, I mean, how much outfield is he actually going to play? How much outfield should he really play? I don't know how much he should play, but they do have a new trainer, have a new training system for him. I'm not going to completely go out and say he's going to go and play 130 games, 150 games, and play 100 outfield games, obviously. But um, his ceiling, again, we're feeling again for me at least, is probably top five, four if he's playing the outfield. So If he's playing the uh, outfield, his ceiling is higher than almost anyone here, except for probably Cole Judge and Springer. Which is what I'm saying, so. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I understand why you guys are in the top 10, but again, I also didn't have Severino or Sale, uh, because they won't be playing the start of the year. So, so you're assume, so what you're saying is your, your, your argument is that for 2021, like because Stanton isn't hurt yet, you're not going to assume he's going to get hurt yet. And so that's what you're basing it off of. I mean, yeah, like, you can't, yeah, I, I would agree with that point. Okay. So I go, I get where you're coming from there. Okay. I, I mean, I think you can assume that no, he's hurt because that. he has gotten he's hurt. Like, every can you assume year. it? How can you assume it? Like the issue is just like because he's made so of glass. But how he's can you? Glass? You can't assume it. Like that's the thing. You just don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how long it's going to be for. So you can't. Like you can kind of project how many games someone will play, but you'll never be accurate because literally anything can happen, dude. How many guys have been hit in the wrist already in spring training and are knocked out for four to six weeks? We. It's so random. Like at, at any point in time, of like the most durable guy in the league, like Lindor, can be up on the at the plate, and someone throws a two seamer, and he's out for six weeks. At any point in time, that can happen. That's just how sports are. So like, yeah, I think volume does matter. I I don't think it matters as much. I, I don't think it matters as much as James thinks it matters, but it does kind of matter. But I do th- agree with Jack in the sense that you can't assume injury. All right. Anything else? Jackson, I got to speak. Jackson, please. I mean, you guys pretty much covered it all. I don't have much to say on that. I definitely. I'm. I'm gonna fix this. Hold on. You got let, the. Let's. 
Let's let's re rank Marcus Simeon. Yeah, okay. maybe not six, James. Because okay, a little I, bit lower. Way lower. I mean, okay, I think he's. I think I had him at second base better than Lau. I don't know if I like next year. I don't think he'll be better, but I think just from what we've seen, I think it's probably a safer option. But I mean, the the only thing is with the Rays, it's like it's some of these guys are hard. It's it's hard for me to rank them also because they like to platoon a lot. I don't know. I don't. I I think Loud will start, but a lot of the other guys will be will probably spend a lot of time platooning, coming off, not playing as many games, and I don't know what their offense is going to be and like. Everyone's just so volatile. The issue with Lau is if he has a ninety WRC plus in June, he's going to get like no playing time after that. I, I guess because they've it, got they've got Franco coming up. They've still got Adamas like. I just I don't, know if, I don't know how I feel about their lineup. I I just I don't. Meadows is he was he I considered him, but I, I don't know if he's gonna play he's the a, field. He's a, he's yeah, a, he's a DH. DH. If he's a DH, and he, can't, can't and get on he he's like a one what like one fifteen WRC plus DH. That's not a top ten player in the division. Rate and also Glassnell just doesn't play and pitch enough. He just doesn't have enough innings and he's wildly inconsistent. He he's developing a third pitch, which is great. Uh, I'm a Glassnow enjoyer. I definitely enjoy watching Glassnow pitch, but he just doesn't provide nearly as much right. value as a guy like Kim okay. Ryu. So, so we're gonna go Lau at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go Martinez at eight, and then I'll probably put because I think I like Simeon more than Rochelle. There, we fixed it. I should have looked at that before. All right, so at number one. We should have a consensus here, but Jack is a terrorist. So we have Garrett Cole at number one, Judge at number two, Springer three, Bogarts four, LeMahieu five, Martinez six, Sale seven, Devers eight, Ryu nine, and Lao ten. And then there were one, two, three, four, five other guys who got votes here, which is very rare. Normally we agree for the most part. This time we did not. But that's about it. All right, we'll go right into the war draft. I'll do the quick random number generator. Uh, real quick, okay. We got one through four. I'm one. Ryan's two, James is three, Jackson's four. Ryan, you're picking first. Let's I'm go. picking second. Again? Jackson, third, and you're picking fourth, James, if you guys want to go back. I don't mind that. I'll take top the fourth pick. Top pick, baby. Top All right, pick. Ryan, go ahead. So I think this is going to be a pretty obvious pick. With the first overall pick in the S- SBA, D- in the deep drive to the left podcast draft, I select Aaron Judge. Not Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Oh my god! Whoa! I almost picked okay. Aaron Judge. I want Garrett Cole, baby. I say, fuck it, fuck injuries, and do I do it? Just do it, bro. No, you're, 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 we know you're going to pick him. Do I do it though? I don't know if I want to do it. Just I don't know do I, it. I'm so torn on this. Full send. If you don't do it, someone else, someone else is gonna pick him up. So I'll take, I'll take him. Yeah, you're and judge. just won the league, baby. He's gonna be a four. You player. just lost. <laughs> How? He's a four. He, tell me the last time in a one sixty two he hasn't post, posted a four point six or higher or lower. When is the last time he put up a below a four point six? When's the last season? time he played one sixty two? You realize he had a four point six after no, I, I, get, I get that. He literally is a he's a four to five win player guaranteed. Unless he gets like serious, unless he like gets dies. like a serious injury. But then we're expe- expecting him to do to like have something that doesn't happen to him normally. All right, Jackson. This is tough. I like two guys here, so you can't steal both of them. Obviously, I like Chris. Two. Chris, I won't have the innings. Otherwise, I would take him. Uh, Bogart is a shortstop, so he's kind of a war merchant. Um, I'm gonna take George Springer. Fuck you. Good pick. Good pick, baby. I, I was hoping you'd take Bogarts over Springer and that I could get Springer, but I guess I will take Bogarts. Got second, second pick. And then on my second pick, so I took um I took a what? I took an infielder. infielder. I guess see the issue here is I know who you're thinking about, and I know why you're not going to pick them right now. Or you're thinking about not picking them. I'm thinking about two guys. The, the one of them is just because of the position, isn't it? What? DJ LeMahieu is. You're not gonna. You're thinking about DJ and another guy, but no, DJ no, no. Is 
the issue is DJ's an infielder and he's yeah. a second baseman. And I, I don't know how much I really trust him. No, I understand. And, that's why. That's why I'm do saying. Do you know I, who this? Do you know who the second guy is? Simeon. No, because he has the same issues. Oh, I, I I think I know who it is, and it's probably one of my boys. My boy. I don't think it is because I think it's one of my boys. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just gonna do it. I will take for you. Fuck. Jack. Fuck. That's not that's Jackson. Is Jackson up right? Jack. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jackson. Jackson. Why are you yelling? Fuck. That's not that. Not. I want to read. But you're an outfielder. Uh, let's go with. I, I guess the obvious DJ Lemayhu is kind of the obvious choice here. I had to take Ryu. I'm even wearing a Blue Jay shirt right now. Kind of weak in terms of war in this division. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This this division is stacked as far as teams go, but players not so much. I think I'll go. I guess I'll just save pitcher and I'll go with. Do I go with a safe pick or should I go with like a, a who really the, risky? What, what, who would the safe pick be just, at this just point? Go. I'll take. All right, I'm going. <laughs> all right. Oh, I thought you said safe pitcher. Okay, so um, I'm going to pick a guy who I think will have a higher war uh, because he will probably. Uh, I'm going to go and pick my infielder. And, uh, I'm going to pick up – Did someone, oh, no, someone already picked up Xander. Why did I think he would fall this fall, far? Um, he was a tough four pick. Yeah, I'm dumb. Uh, I'm going to make my infielder Bichette because I think he'll put up a high war because he's a shortstop and he's fast. And, and he's uh, good. Yeah, that too. Um, and I'm going to – I think it's a good idea for me to pick up an outfielder now because I don't think there are a lot of good ones per se. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I don't know. I can't trust Hicks because he's going to get hurt 24-7. That's an issue with Hicks. Uh, everyone on the Orioles suck. Um Santander. This, this is going to be fun. There's just so many good infielders and not enough good infielders. <sighs> okay. We're going to, we're going to take a little bit of a risk here, fellas. We're going to go with, we're going to go with actually, should I go with them? Uh, yeah, I should pick them now. I'm going to go with Aaron Hicks with my outfielder. Oh yeah. Risky bit here. So you I'm need, now, now you yeah. need a utility, Ryan. Yeah. I already picked twice. Go. Oh, who, who else did you pick? I picked Bichette and Hicks. Oh, I'm a dumbass. Okay. Yeah. I thought that yeah. you that was your last two picks. All right, go ahead, Jack. Go with Alex Rodrigo. Plus center field, plays good defense. So that'll be your utility. I pick over Hicks too. I don't know why you didn't do that. That's my utility guy. Go ahead, Jack. Um. I need a pitcher and a utility guy. Uh, I wanted. I'll go. No one took Devers, right? No. All right, I'll take Rafi. All right, so I get my last two picks here. I need an outfielder and then a utility guy. I'm really tempted to do it. Do it. I, I, I'm normally not a risk taker with these things, but I think this one could be like the win or loss of this thing. And for that reason, I'm going to take Corey Kluber. Why is Ryan so confused? I thought you were going to say a different name. I was like, yeah, we're in sync and like Blue Jays mode here. I was like, yeah, you're going to go with Vlad. And then you're like, oh, okay. No. I'm playing for space, so I wouldn't do that anyways. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. So if he was yeah, playing third, maybe. I don't know. I need an outfielder now. And I think the outfield options here uh, stands a DH, but I guess he counts as an outfielder. No. Uh, no? No. Okay. JD Martinez also doesn't. So I guess in that case, you're kind of stuck with, uh, with what, like a. A Rosarena, Frazier. It's the only guys I can think no, of. No, I'm taking. Yep. I'll, take Gar- I'll, I'll take Gary L. Jr. Oh, yeah, he's an outfielder. I forgot. Not bad. I don't like that. Jackson, you're up. Uh, I gotta take another Red Sox guy just for yeah. Are you up? You make two picks, right? Yeah, Kluber. Uh, yes. Go ahead. I got Kluber and Gurriel. Um, I'll take I'll take Eddie Aces just because my. That's a good pick. I, I like that. I love the guy. 
He's he looks really good in spring training. He's I know it's spring training, but he looks good. I'll put, I'll put the E there so that when I send this to the graphic guy, he can. Uh... Where are you taking? Eduardo Rodriguez. You're right. I need a picture also. Um, think of one guy. I, why would you take Rodriguez over? Well, I need a picture, so I would have taken Rodriguez. But I'm not going to take Rodriguez. He's just taken. Um, huh. I think I'm going to go with Tyler Glasnow. Yeah, yeah, see, that was who I was thinking. Yeah, but he's only going to throw like 130 innings. Question. Is Urshela taken? No. Oh, okay. Easy pick. I'll pick Urshela as my utility guy. Is that, like easy, a, is that an easy pick? Let's, yeah, it's going to be like a four-win player if he's a decent hitter. Who else is here? We got... Piggio Stan, was another guy I was thinking of. Stanton, Piggio, Lau. Lau never went. Oh, Lau. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of surprised Lau didn't go. That's the uh, other guy I was thinking about, but I think I like Kluber more because I think I like uh, his ceiling more. I'm dumb. I, I was thinking Lau. Uh, I don't know why. I, I, I mean, I think Kluber has a legit four-win ceiling. Maybe. I wanted to pick Tyon for fun, but I wasn't doing that. I wasn't thinking Tyon, but I picked Lazen. So. All right, I'm going to go through those teams. My pitchers, last now, my hitters, Alex Verdugo, um, Larry Torres, and Aaron Judge. Did you say Tyon and Glass now? No. no. I have my pitchers, Cole, and my outfielder is Hicks. My infielder is Bichette. My utility guys are Shella, baby. James, go ahead. All right, I got uh, Ryu, uh, Bogart, Scurriel Jr., and Kluber. And I got uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, George Springer, DJ LeMahieu, and Rafi Big Scoops. I feel like Jackson won again. I, think I Jackson, really like it. Jackson I, crushed I, it. Jackson I, has DJ, he has Springer, and he has Devers. They're going to be like DJ could be a four win player. Springer's probably going to be a five win player. Devers is around a three to four win player. And Eduardo Rodriguez is probably going to be able to put up a three to four war. I don't think we can consistently say every single guy in our. Like, I think we have, I think Jack and I definitely have two players that are better than Springer. But like outside of that, like Bichette's. Hicks, Rochella is not going to stack up with uh, I think, the three guys. I think I, I like Springer a lot, but Bogarts is like a major war merchant. Who'd have Bogarts? You, you did? I do. Okay. I mean, he had, he had a seven-win season in 2019, five in 18, five in 16, and five in 15. I don't know. Yeah, but I also think that, like, I just think Jackson – I think Jackson I think together the best can arguably here. better – Oh. Yeah, Jackson wins two. Yeah, Jackson. Like, if Lemayhu is if Lemayhu is like a one point WRC plus player and plays defense, can't wait for Kluber to be the um, Cy Young Award winner and I win this thing. But if that happens, you realize I'm, I'm going to come on here and just like destroy like anyone who ever criticized the Kluber signing ever, right? Like, I'm just going to sit here. I don't, and I don't go see on. how you could criticize it. There's no, 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 no. people. No, no, not criticizing the Kluber signing as in like, oh, it's a risk. Because in people who said like the Yankees were like, if he pitches one time, pitches one, and people were like, like I, I, I once tweeted if the one the limit the door trade went out, I said get Kluber, get DJ back, get a reliever, and trade for a starter, and we're going to go to the World Series, baby. And a bunch of White Sox fans quote you. That's where my villain story came out. You're not. You are not my world. I'm bookmarked. I, no, no, go to the World Series. Go to the World Series. No, I, I even then, I, I, oh, I know you. Pick, no, I know what you have picked, but I'm just saying, I have the, I have it bookmarked. I have it ready. If that, if they go to the World Series, yo, I'm unloaded on everyone. There, no one what is happens, safe. What bro. happens when the White Sox sweep you in the LDS? Oh, if the White Sox sweep us, then you know, uh, yes, that's what happened. You should uh, yeah, make us deep drive pod. Weird. You're who, who do you think has the best? We're draft. Also, let us know your top 10 players in the AL East. Uh, make sure you also follow us on Instagram at Pod. Message us, comment on the we post. We got those Instagram lives going now. We do. I hope we have an MLB player on there soon. Um, not sure who it's going to be yet, but we'll get something happening. It was really fun. We did it last time. We did it with Jaron, which is pretty fun. Uh, make sure you go follow us over there. And that concludes our AL East review, kind of. Then we're going to move into trivia, uh, which is also AL East theme. So, James, what, what, what's the trivia today? We got some AL East trivia going on here. Today, we are restarting trivia. I don't know I if we'll – I don't think we'll keep doing trivia during the regular season, but we'll see. So this might be last couple. But, uh, Jack, 
this team, these two AL East teams played the 2016 wildcard game. 2016 AL wildcard? Yes, sir. You said? Uh, okay. It was the... Not the Yankees. Shit. I think the Blue... So the Orioles? And... I want to say the Astros, not yet. The Astros, no. The Astros didn't win it. No, I think the so the A's, the Astros. Fuck, this is actually kind of difficult. Um, oh, we got a 0-0 score, by the way. So the pressure's on, Jack. You got to defend your title. No, one, remember? From yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, you got one yesterday. So you have one, don't worry. Let him work through it? No, I'm going to give him, like, 20 more seconds. All right, I'll go with the Astros and the Orioles. (laughs) (laughs) He said two AL East teams. You picked an AL West team. I didn't know. I didn't hear you. I would <laughs> It was the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Let me get my free yeah. point, baby. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Series. I'm an idiot. That's that terrible. That that was the year of the Bautista. That oh, no, that that was the Encarnacion walk off, right? Yeah, and then I think, the, I think it wasn't at the series after that. No, Bautista did that in 2015. Was it? 2015? Yeah, oh, the bad, Blue Jays man. walked off the ALDS in 2016. That was a Ryan answer. I'm sorry about that. Anyways. You, man. Ryan, how many teams in the AL East have won more than one division title since 2013? Since 2013? Yes. Okay, so the Yankees are not one of them because the Yankees have only won one. Uh, the Red Sox are one of them uh, because they won it in 2016, 2017, 2018. 2015, it was the Blue Jays. 2014, it was the, or- it was the Orioles. 2013, it was the Red Sox. <laughs> 29. It's only the Red Sox. The Red Sox are the only teams that have won it multiple times in recent memory, right? 2013? You said 2013, right? Yeah. So 2013 counts as a season. Not that it matters, because the Red Sox won it that year. (laughs) Jack, what the hell is this? Red Sox. Red Sox. Red Sox. Red Sox. Anyways. It's just the Red Sox. Just the Red Sox. Just the Red Sox. You're correct. Let's go. So it's now two to one. Ryan has his first lead ever, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Jack, who won the first AL East title in 1969? This was the first year of the AL East. Yankees, I feel like the Yankees are kind of not great. I feel like I have no clue. Actually, Orioles. I know. Orioles. It was definitely Orioles. Is that your answer? You're correct. Yeah, it was them. They won like five of the first six. Yeah, they were really good that yeah. time stretch in that period of time. I think they won a World Series as well in the like right after in seventy two. Oh, seventy one. Ryan, when the uh-huh. Tampa Bay Rays were founded in nineteen ninety eight, this AL East team moved out of the division. Cleveland Indians. Jack, do you have a guess? Oh my god. Um... Oh, wait, no, we give uh, we give three points for medium questions. What? I thought we gave two. Was it one, two, three? Or no, it's, it one, it's, three, five, it's one, three, five. Yeah, no, no, I know this. It was the Tigers, right? Yes. Oh, it was. No. It, no it, okay, to be fair, it was one of the two AL Central teams, okay? I wasn't that far off. It wasn't the All right, Jack, ones. this AL East team made their only World Series appearance ever in 1982 after defeating the California Angels in the ALCS. Well, not the Tigers, not the Yankees, obviously. They won 27 World Series, obviously. It's the Yankees. Uh, Yankees have never been to World Series. Won a fuck ton of World they, they, They've Not the Orioles, because they already went to the 1969 one. Not the Rays. They weren't around then. Um, hmm. Is there a West team? Was there a West team in the... <clears throat> Was there a West team? I'm thinking... About that. I will give you another like 30 seconds. The Milwaukee because... Brewers. Wow. Milwaukee Brewers. I knew I it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. 
All right, so Jack is already ahead 10 to 4. Did like Ryan's lead did not last long at all. I only got that all right. question. All right, Ryan, this is th- what is the only team that spent time in the AL East but never won a division title? Never won a division title spending the time in the AL East. So the teams that spent time in the AL East were so from what 69 to now? Okay, so we established yesterday that the uh, we established today that the Tigers, Indians, and uh, fucking Brewers were in that division. Uh, we established there's another team in that division. I just can't remember who. I think uh, the answer is okay. Pella. So what? Get it wrong. I know the answer to this. All right, we've got the timer set for 18 seconds. I hate today with a passion. 15, 14, 13, 12. Oh, okay, okay, 11. okay, okay, okay. Um, was it the Cleveland Indians? Nope. It was not. Jack, what's your guess? It was the Washington Senators. Nope, you're wrong. It's the Indians. What? I thought it was the Senators. Shit. The who? I, it was, 100% it was the Indians. But, you yeah, said, I but I said the Indians. The Indians. No, you were right. I was, oh, I, was just trying to me- I was just trying to mess with Jack. Oh, so I got my three points, so it's 10 to 7. I was 100%. No, it's, 10, it's 10 to 9. 10 to 9, let's go. We're back. We're going blow for blow, Jack. That's what's happening now. I was 100% sure that was the Senators. I was, I was thinking about oh, it too. I guess, I, guess, I guess I'll give you both points. How's that? Well, no, he doesn't deserve points because he shouldn't have gotten a guess. He shouldn't have gotten a he guess. He shouldn't have gotten a guess. But the exactly. question's wrong. The Senators yeah, were right I- no, yeah, Indians are also the right answer, but he should have gotten that. points. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I should. I don't. Yeah, know he should have never gotten a guess. You, you. you yeah, know I fucked that up because I, I read here that the Indians were the only team, but apparently the Senators spent two years in the. Yeah, AL they East. did. So, so the I know very beginning of history before they moved to the West. Texas became the Rangers, and then I guess they were replaced in the AL East by the Brewers. No, Brewers or Tigers. I'm right. Maybe the Tigers. I don't know. The what Tigers were always in the East. Okay, so good for yourself. All right, that uh, that concludes the trivia. I'm winning ten to nine, right? Yes. All right. Uh, post-it notes. Good, good trivia today. I think we got. How many did we got wrong? I should not. Have uh, got well, it is ten to nine, and so it started nine to nine. Or sort of one to zero, so no, none of them are wrong because. All right, that's great. Uh, that concludes this episode of the Deep Dive No Left Field podcast. If you liked what you saw, give us a rating, five star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I think we're on Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast or Spotify. Make sure to go subscribe uh, to Ryan on YouTube at Yankee Stat Talk. Make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Elmby Nerds if you don't already. Make sure to go follow the socials on Twitter at Deep Drive Pod and Instagram at Deep Drive Pod. Uh, join our thing. relevant vibe. Yeah, join our relevant vibe. You know, we talk about relevant a lot. It is legitimately one of the better apps out there for social media. Um, Deep Drive Pod is our, uh, our our relevant name. So make sure you go join that. And a big thank you to Relevant again for sponsoring today's podcast. It's been a Deep Drive to Left Field Pod by Castellanos. And we'll see you in episode number 16. No, this is 16. Number 17. Excuse me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.